0: is a Bramble Jam podcast. Hi, I'm
1: Bran. I love Christmas movies from everything and everywhere. From everything and everywhere. I'm Dan. I despise... See, this isn't fair. I despise Christmas movies from everything and everywhere. (laughs)
2: I'm Alonzo, and uh, I have pretty much am making a living off of Christmas movies from everything and everywhere. <laughs> and, and this, this is, is the Deck the, Deck, the Hallmark, Hallmark podcast.
1: Deck the Hallmark. Oh, boy.
0: Happy Monday, everybody. Yes. What about? What, is there a better way to start the week and to start February? Than with some holly and some jolly, I, mean, I, I would
1: say no. no way. I don't think there is. There's and no way. Some of you are still nursing that three day hangover from the deckies, Uh if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I am. <laughs> uh, Those
2: after parties,
1: <laughs> oh, they're out of control, especially the COVID after parties. Um, and so if you, the you zooms get wild, if you thought you were dreaming, uh, and this is a dream come true for all of us, if you thought you were dreaming, deck the homework is now five days a week, and yeah. each and every Monday. Wow. Joined by the writer, the author of Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas, the podcaster extraordinaire who shot you, film in a movie, linoleum knife, uh, breakfast, breakfast all day. day, and now deck the hallmark, no longer a fifth beetle, no. a third chair, <laughs> Alonzo Duraldi. How you
2: doing, sir? It's a dream come true. Yeah. What can I say? I've been, you know, uh, trying to to shiv Panda and work my way into the room for, you know, three years now. So right. you know, finally, my diligence has paid That's off. That's right.
1: Christmas Land last year got a little crazy. You tried to murder him several That's times. Right. It was weird. <laughs> now everybody out there, Panda still here. Yeah. he's just not yes. here on
2: Monday.
0: That's so right. Calm down. He's he's going to be back yeah, tomorrow. He still and, does all the homework. Yes, movies. Alonzo. Right. Alonzo just said he was in his contract. It was t- he was like no Panda whatsoever. <laughs> so
1: everyone, please get mad at. Alonzo, don't get mad at us.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this is purely Alonzo's fault. Panda and I are besties. Don't right. Alonzo
1: signed a ten-year deal, correct? So, <laughs> so how does that feel? How does that feel, Alonzo? Good uh,
2: uh, security, really, yeah, is so, what I'm after here. That's so right.
0: I'm um, Alonzo podcast. Yeah, you. Uh, and really, what's great too is that you you
1: snuck in that
0: intern of the year award right before, right. You, you know. Aren't you know what?
1: Uh, I know that we're recording this after the decus, of course, but we should really make a joke about how the winner of the intern of the year becomes <laughs> a full-time host yeah. uh, beforehand. That would be yeah, a good joke. I don't joke. know
2: if you want to set that as a precedent, but that's on you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Uh, Alonzo,
0: you've been training for this your whole life. Um, I, I think it all comes down to this. Um, we're going to be doing movies that did not air on Hallmark Channel, but they're still in some way shape or form made for TV. That's right. Um and Alonzo, you put a lot of thought and uh I believe uh thoughts and prayers uh into this list. Um and we're starting with the Happiest Season. This was one This was the biggest hit of the year last year for Christmas movies. Pe- people went people went crazy about it. And Alonzo, you've already talked about it on multiple podcasts. Um did you save any new nuggets for us for this?
2: I I think, you know, I did watch it a fourth time for wow. you all, so wow. I think I'm hoping I'll be able to to glean a little something. But just, just to be clear, th- this did premiere on Hulu, although it was originally intended to be That's right. a theatrical release from Sony. But you know, 2020 a, twenty twenty being twenty twenty, yeah, yes. twenty
1: twenty The budget is definitely they're
2: uh, they're lost, our gain That's, because we yeah. get to call
0: it made for TV. Did you say bay? they're they're lost? <laughs> they're lost. <laughs> they're lost. <laughs> they're lost out <laughs> they're there. They sure they sure did, um, guys. Bramble Jam Plus though is still pretty cool. I've heard it's yeah. real cool. Yeah, because moving <laughs> forwards. You know, you're going to be able to, if you're a part of the Facebook group, you get to watch this, you get to interact with us. That's right. In real time. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. Last week, I did a full monologue that no one asked for about time. And (laughs) I'm going to throw this out there for you guys real quick on your Monday mornings. What if time wasn't time as we know it? What if we just all agreed it is what it is? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just like it's it's, you know, it's one it, o'clock here. It's one o'clock everywhere. It's one o'clock, it's five everywhere. o'clock somewhere.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm trying to get at, right? Yeah. I love the idea that we're just on one one metronome one clock time. around the world, but it, it just gets too complicated. I,
0: I understand. That. You know, the, the deckies were mad at me because they're like, well, why don't we just the commit to the deckies met-
1: awards? I'm sorry. The, the, the double, double deckers, deckers, the double deckers right.
0: were mad yeah. at me because they're like, let's just commit to the metric system or let's just take care of daylight savings times." And yes, sure. All of that's well and good. You know, let's solve world hunger. Yes, of course, do that. But can
1: we all just commit to a time? I don't, Alonzo clearly doesn't think we can.
2: Uh, yeah, I just, the, the assumption being that nobody tried that, I, I probably somebody did, and it was like, well, this is terrible. Uh, no, they're living their best life. Look, like just Spain, apparently, uh, Daniel, appreciate this as a history guy, uh, Franco put Spain on Germany time oh to boy. show what a good friend of Hitler yes, he was, was. That's right. and it's still on Germany time, which is why the sun sets at like eight o'clock at night and everybody eats dinner at midnight, like wow. it's bananas over there. So uh, you just, you can't mess with the natural globe lines or you get in yeah. trouble. When like we did a spy episode uh, with, uh, I
1: believe, Thomas Riddle, I talked about... Uh, the Spanish German alliance. We could do more mm. of that if you want, uh, Brian, or, or no? History, history, also. Bramble Jam. <laughs> that's
0: is right, that right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was all a segue, everybody. Yeah. We're talking about the happy season. And guys, I got to be frank with you. My notes on this for a typical synops- not synopsis, it's, it's not uh, where it normally is. I was so invested, uh, and I'm showing my cards a little bit. I was very emotional. My stomach hurts. Uh, <laughs> while watching this film um, And so that affected the way that I wrote But I'm going to do my best I'm going to get through it And then we can all say Hey you missed this You missed this And we'll we'll have chuckles for it later <laughs> um, The Happy season originally aired on Hulu On November 25th, 2020 2020, <laughs> 2020. You thought it was gone but it's not <laughs> no. uh, It went a little, a little something like this Uh, The movie starts off with pictures of the past year of Harper and Abby's relationship starting and blossoming throughout the year. Abby is not a big fan of Christmas because her parents uh, passed away. They were big Christmas fans and just kind of stung a little bit. Um, But when Harper says, you should come and visit my family for the holidays, she suddenly is swept up in the Christmas joy and spirits. And so she says, you know what? I'm in. Abby then goes to pick up an engagement ring. She is going to drop the question on Christmas Day. And her friend John is like, that is a bad idea. So uh, they're on their way to Harper's family's house. And Harper stops and says, Abby, um, I need to tell you something. You know how uh, I said that when I came home, during the summer I came out and I told them about you I did not do those things (laughs) Um, and so what we're going to need to do here um, is pretend as if we are not together it is a uh, reverse reverse fake fake relationship is a mistletoe (laughs) secret on its head (laughs) Um, and so they're they're doing this because uh, her dad is running for mayor Uh and Uh, can't mess that up. Uh, So uh, they show up. It's super awkward um, because her parents are very obviously pushing for her to get back together with her high school boyfriend, Connor Um, Harper's like, there's nothing to it. No big deal. Um, And so things are going, it's happening. There's, it's awkward, but right before uh, Christmas is here, things get really bad because uh, Abby's out at the mall uh, with Harper's sister and her kids. Her kids sneak a little thing, uh, so a necklace into her bag. She gets pulled into mall security, which you don't want around the holidays. So that's bad. She gets home and Harper's just, kind of, you know, she's she's been dragged into this campaign with her dad and she's kind of changing a little bit. Um, and she's like, listen, uh, my family's really kind of not sure if you should be around because of the whole, you know, you stole a necklace thing. So please stay down here while I go to this uh, family thing. Just stay in your room. And yes. Stay we'll, in the basement. We'll, we'll worry what, about it later. Yeah. Um Later that night, uh, they uh, she's trying to sneak to over to Harper's room and gets caught with her mom. It's a funny thing. And then they uh, Harper ends up coming down to Abby's room. Uh, they spend the night together. And the next morning, uh-oh, there's knocks at the door. They have to do another cover-up. More covering up is happening. Uh, fast forward, we, uh, well, really rewind and fast forward, we meet Riley, who was a past relationship uh, for, for Harper. Harper, um, and they're obviously they broke up, um, and Harper has one side of the story, and we see uh, Abby begin to hang out with uh, Riley more as the movie goes on, and Harper is off doing her own thing, and we get the whole story about Harper and Riley, and Harper breaking Riley's heart because she wasn't willing to be honest about their relationship as well, and so they kind of bond over this this similar uh, story and circumstance. It is the night of the big Christmas Eve uh, thing. They we are we are just off of a, a night of Harper being out with her friends and her ex boyfriend. Things are rocky in the relationship, and the Christmas Eve party. It is all going to unfold. Abby's very upset. She's thinking that I'm going to leave. Um and heart and she's like Harper, I need like I need you to tell them like. It, it, it's time I can't do this anymore and we, we have this very intense conversation like I'm not, I'm not ready like I, I want to this whole thing is going on Abby's really having a difficult time with this um, and, the, and the Christmas and, and they, they kiss and uh, 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 Harper's sister comes down and sees them she has this, and they're very competitive. There's this, So she's like, I'm going to use this against you. And as she's going to tell her family about what she just saw in the basement, they open up a door, and uh, her husband is hooking up with another person. And so that's all happening. They both have stuff on each other, and it is all going to come out and ruin the Christmas party for the mayor. <laughs> Uh, And so that all happens. They both tell the secrets. um, And Harper's faced with this decision. Do I come clean or do I lie again? And she lies again. She says, no, it's not true. Abby leaves with her friend John, who is there, thank God. (laughs) Thank God. Uh, and they go and they're talking and, and Abby's just like, I can't do this anymore. I, I, I want to be with somebody who is ready to be with me and be open and honest about it. And Harper has this uh, conversation with her family and, and she finally comes, uh, comes out and, and tells her truth. And Abby's standing there and she's like, it's too late. So she goes, she gets her bags. Her and John uh, go on their way to the, the Love gas station. station.
1: Don't you mistake it. The fountain drinks at
0: the Love's And cool. um, luckily, um, Harper has a tracker on Abby's phone. It's not as weird as it sounds. Um, and finds her, and they, they're able to make up, and they, they kiss, and they decide that they're going to be together. We fast forward a year, and the, everybody's happy. They're back at the family. John's there. The sister, who we didn't talk about, gets her book published. And John's there too And that my friends was Happiest Season
1: Yeah. Did I forget anything guys? I yeah do okay. a little bit here and there But you did say she's going to drop the question uh, Instead of uh, pop the question And that's weird I don't you really guys know don't how, say it that way? I'm just going to drop this question on in here real quick. Just a quick little I'm going to do a quick drop. Okay. It's a quick
0: drop of, hey, can we get married? Um, let's take a quick break, okay. if you guys don't mind. We'll come back. We'll break this movie down. Uh, I'm thinking we do four segments. That's wild. Uh, I think we're going to do that. We're going to see what happens. Alonzo, were you prepared for
2: four segments? You know, I'm going to improvise as we go along, because okay. I never know what to expect from you, cats. Thank God. Ten-year contract. Here That's we right, go. Tenured. We're <laughs> going to be right
0: back here on Take the Humburg. We're back!
2: Okay.
0: Uh, we're talking about Happy Season from Hulu. Uh, we're breaking it down, the first uh, of many this year. Movies from different networks and different things. Um, not not just Hallmark. We do not put us in a box. Uh, <laughs> we're talking about Happiest Season. We're going to start with our our uh, our hot takes. Share how we felt about this movie. We do not hold back. Um, Panda said, "Guys, I think I would I think I would hold back." And so I said, "Okay, get out, get out of here." <laughs> Alonzo, you're it. Uh, Alonzo, don't hold
2: back. What did you think of Happiest Season? Panda would never. Uh, (laughs) I I love this movie. I'm, you know, it's hard to sort of explain how long I've wanted this movie to exist. Uh, When I wrote... Have Yourself a Movie Little Christmas, you know, 10 years ago, I, I sort of made the case that, hey, LGBT filmmakers, like, here is a whole sub-genre that is waiting for you to come in and do something exciting. There have been, uh, you know, films about gay and lesbian characters in the past that are Christmas movies. There's even one called Make the Yuletide Gay that has kind of a similar plot, but it's about two guys where they go to one of their parents' house for Christmas, Um but this movie is, I just think, smart and funny. Uh, I've seen it multiple times, and and I always find new stuff in it. Um, you know, I, I love that uh, that that the specifics about you know queer life, and we'll get into this when we talk about like coming out and whatnot, are being included in the parameters, not just of a Christmas movie, but of sort of a door slamming romantic farce in general. Um, so I you know I like that you can have one of these movies and it's not just about straight people, and they're you know like are we you know, are we getting straight married. Or straight divorce, you know. It's it's other stuff. Um, you know, the, they pour on the Christmas, like you guys said. There's a, definitely a budget to play here, and a great cast. I think Kristen Stewart is one of the one of my favorite actors working right now. She doesn't get to be funny nearly enough unless she's hosting SNL. So this was a real treat, and obviously Dan Levy and and Aubrey Plaza, big scene sealers. But across the board, great ensemble. Love this movie.
0: Mm, that's right. We found the one person who's willing to say. Kristen Stewart's one of my favorite actors working right now. We found, we found the one guy. Uh,
2: this is, you'd I be kid. surprised. This is, I know
1: there's a there's a lot of people. We were at Christmas Land in L. A. And I mentioned to Alonzo <laughs> that I didn't think Kristen Stewart was that great, and it was the first time I've ever seen anything near like mean <laughs> on Alonzo's face. You
2: take He was it just back. like, "How who, dare
1: who you, does, sir? Who does he think he is coming here from South Carolina talking yeah. bad about Case two?
2: Yeah. What you, do you think? You shouldn't.
1: Yeah. Um. So I love I love this movie.
0: I was. So invested, my stomach legit did hurt like i I felt just all of it I felt all of it um you know this was such this is such a uh kind of a obviously a foreign world for me as a as a straight fella and not knowing what it must feel like to 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 have the struggle and not be able to just come out with it or not knowing how to come out with it or when and how, whether your family is going to respond to it um, well or not. And so I, I, seeing this and seeing the, I felt the agony. I felt uh, the pain and the, and the fear. And they did such a good job of that uh, in this movie. The Christmas was wonderful. The performances were amazing um, I loved it. I thought it was so good. Um, we'll we'll get to kind of um, s- some more f- feelings as far as weight, what's and stuff like that later on. But just a- as a whole, absolutely love this movie.
1: Yeah, uh, there's a lot to like about the movie. I, I, first of all, performances across... I, I've never been a big Aubrey Plaza or Kristen Stewart fan. They both are great in this movie. They're both wonderful in this movie. Uh, Mackenzie Davis, who is in Halt and Catch Fire, highly recommend that. She's wonderful in this movie. Um, but even... And then Dan Levy, of course, amazing. But even three layers deep, Timothy Simons from Veep gets a scene. He's really funny. Um, Mary Holland, who plays the third sister, Jane, who I can only equivocate to like a Zach Galifianakis in like the Hangover type performance. Like he's yeah. he's there and he's you don't know what's going to happen next. She, and she co-wrote the movie. Yeah, she's hysterical. I saw her in like Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates or something and thought she was annoying. She is great in this. But like the cast across the board is great. Um, also had a lot of emotional feelings. Not once again. I am straight married and, and I don't I don't know. This, this whole, every, every single queer person has a coming out tale and all of it goes differently. Dan Levy's, uh, monologue in the movie about that is wonderful. But I, it didn't stop me from having very intense feelings for this family that is just utter garbage to everyone. Like, harper 's character included, and you could say she 's being mean because she 's very conflicted and torn and, and knows that she 's not been made whole yet her 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 truth of of who she is is not there is not out and that's that's fine, but the mom and dad inflicted more than thirty years of trauma- emotional trauma on these children, and it is all washed over at the end of this movie. Like it's a homework movie. And, and, and that bothered me. I got to be honest. It bothered me. Like an hour into the movie, kind of hoping Kristen Stewart and Aubrey Plaza ended up together. And so get, giving the mom and dad a happy ending in this movie was very difficult for me. But I understand that I don't get the context. I don't, like, I, I've not been there. And so I love so much about this movie. I laughed hard. The performances were great. I thought they let the parents off really, really easy in the movie and i I just did i I just couldn't get over that for me
2: i think that jump of a year at the end is very significant i think if it had all been tied up neatly that christmas then yeah it would have been ridiculous it would have been a december bride wait what year is this situation (laughs) but i think in this case i'm assuming that that 12 months had a lot of therapy for everybody in it uh you know and so the fact that like Kristen Stewart doesn't just turn around and like propose to her at yeah. the loves, but that that's something that happened down the road. I think, I think we're not shown a lot of stuff, but like it, it, I, I can say from personal experience from, from the people that I know, if lesbians are involved, there was a lot of therapy happening between <laughs> the traumatic events. And then a year later when things seem to be well, back to normal. I,
1: and I can, I will say this, I, I am willing to grant the relationship between Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis. Uh, I thought Mackenzie Davis's character, she acted it perfectly, but was, I mean, she literally leaves this girl in the basement uh, and just tries to hide her away. I will grant that I don't understand because I don't understand. I'll grant that that's something that's not been a part of my existence. And so I don't under, like, I will grant that that, like, I'm not giving her a hard time. During the movie, I was pretty upset at her. but
2: uh, A lot of gay people I know have the same problems with this movie. So don't feel bad. but,
1: But the family, like, when you're talking about three siblings who have felt they've had to compete for love, that's a lot of therapy. Like that's, that's years and years. And, and you know, Victor Garber and Mary Steenburgen, God bless them. I hated them both. Uh, just to my very marrow hated them. And I just like, it was almost like, I just felt like the villain got off easy in the movie. And that's a terrible <laughs> attitude to have because it's a Christmas movie, but that's what I felt like. Uh, having said that I laughed a ton. Um, there are some I mean. running bits in this movie that are really the orphan gag in this movie is really, really funny how they think that she, her parents died. Did you mention that? In the synopsis, yeah. her parents died when she was nineteen years old, but they treat her as though she's an orphan that's never really experienced. Oliver Twist, Christmas. yeah, and it's <laughs> wonderful, and to the one point where Kristen Stewart even introduces herself as the orphan, and it's hilarious. Uh, and the, so the running
2: bit of her not being able to lie well, I thought was really oh, yeah, right. <laughs> really
1: good. Uh, Dan Levy, I mean, you know, wonderful in Shits Creek. I lo- I love him in this uh, as well. Everybody kills. Everybody has a chance to really uh, to to get in on the comedic action. Allison Brie. Didn't even mention her. She's wonderful. I mean, she's yeah. great in Mad Men, great in Community, great in this. So lots to like. I see I get the appeal. I get the hype, no mm-hmm, doubt about
0: mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to all the feels. Part of the show, we talk about what in this movie gave us those feels. Alonzo?
2: Well, you know, I, I mean, I, I do agree. The 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 whole stuff with uh, Harper, you know, kind of stabbing Abby in the back over and over again is, is painful. And it, it is ouchy to watch. And I think that what keeps... Harper from being the villain of the piece, as Dan just said, it's the parents. The parents have really done a number on these, these women and these sisters, and that's why they are broken and that's why they act out in this way. Um, but, you know, I, I, I loved, you know, their reconciliation. I thought it was really great. I love the whole sort of opening sequence where you get why. Harper would invite Abby knowing that this was a minefield they were going into, but just being sort of swept up in the kind of Christmas feels from going to see all the decorations and having the close call with the person whose roof they're sitting on. So that worked. And then Dan Levy, who's so funny throughout, uh, again, as Dan pointed out, that monologue he has at the end about how everybody's experience coming out is different and that no matter how it winds up going the lead up to it is so scary and so nerve-wracking and so just like you don't know what it's going to be like and how they're going to respond and you know like i came out to my parents my last semester in college just in case you know just in case i was disowned my education would be paid for uh they you know it would work that okay but uh you know so i just that, that i thought was a really Strategic, smart alonzo yes yeah. you got to think about these yeah. things you know uh, i always i always tell younger people like come out when you are in a safe place to do so and you have a a place to live and you have your own you know like if, 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 if you don't spring it on thanksgiving and then like you know don't have a, a plan b as far as where you're gonna sleep that night so anyway i thought that monologue was great and um yeah, just generally speaking, I, I you know I, I bought into their relationship, and even though there was a lot bad to it, I also saw what the good parts were. Yeah.
1: I, I do think that the you know for people who live their entire childhood and their formative adolescent years not being able to be honest with their family, I can only unconditional love is the best thing in the world. But I bet for for people like that, unconditional love comes at such a premium, and so to even you know harper's kind of internal battle of i may be sacrificing love that i know that's guaranteed right now as long as i'm quiet and i don't come out for what i think is unconditional love i just don't know there's not enough confidence there so it, it, it's you know there's a two two people at play in there just trying their best to you know to make sure that they're loved and have have a place to land and that that yeah. you know that works really well
2: the devil Harper knows is her parents' right. love, and her parents' love is
1: super conditional. Super conditional. That's right. Um, my Yeah, my feels were this the first scene when they get on the rooftop I thought was a really good establishment of – and I, I do think the fact that she gets swept up in the moment and asks her to come home knowing all of that – goes a long way with me as well i think both of those things work and then the movie theater i just got movie theater feels Mm. i mean seeing the you know the neon lights and seeing the the board with it's a wonderful life on it and and seeing them going in with popcorn and drinks that were way too small for the movie theater like (laughs) that all of that i was like man i just want to go back to the movies so those Mm. are my two big feels for sure
0: um, mine is. Um, I skipped right over. That's your okay. It's okay. You do you, baby. That's right. <laughs> uh, We've only been doing this a few years. Um, mine New is show. all bets are off. That's, that's right. right. That's right. Um, mine is the. Uh, you took many of mine, so I'll just say that the youngest sister gave me feels. In that, they kind of say they throw it in at the end that she's the way she is because we we kind of gave up on her. Um and she ends up being a great artist and a really good writer and just kind of doing her own thing. And I got the I got the feels because as the youngest, I was always told, "Oh, mom and dad, they never they never had to discipline you. Like they just gave up. It's like whatever happens." And like I don't know. It gave me feels like I was like, yeah, yeah. You know what? Just let let the kids just let the kids live. You know, <laughs> they'll, the they'll figure it out, baby. You know? uh, so yeah. I got those feels. I liked that, and I really liked it. her. Her character made me laugh, yeah, um, a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
2: so I loved it. I she loved was it. really really funny. Yeah, really of, of my brothers, I'm the only non doctor in my family, so I how think there might you, be something bro. to that. Yeah, <laughs> <How> <laughs> how dare the you? youngest child, they're exhausted. They're just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Go watch your little movies or whatever. <laughs>
0: uh yeah hopefully um you know you can host a lot of podcasts because <laughs> it's like do- yeah, doctors doctor, and, lives and that's what i always say six of one happens. no i'm not essential but i'm the
1: youngest <laughs> as well but there's only two of us so yeah I still ended uh, up here with you guys so. that's, right. <laughs> that's right
0: that's right That's uh let's take a quick uh break we'll come back we'll talk about the wait, what's and the what the hallmarks here on take the hallmark We're back? Yeah, we're back. Oh, right on, yeah, right, right on. Right, right, right. I, you know, sometimes I just have to make sure. I'm not sure, you know. I know I'm pressing the buttons, but Tracy's talking in my ear. She's not making a lot of sense. She's just, like, talking <laughs> about – the problem is Tracy has a producer button that is supposed yeah. to be used for notes, like, hey, go to break. But she leaves it on and just talks about Frankie Buda. Talk non-stop. about <laughs>
1: – Yeah, and it's – it was we had a, a full hour of practice with Alonzo where he just kept going, can we get Tracy out of my ear? And it just – there's nothing we can do. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Frankie you know, He's a
2: stock car racer now. That's great. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> uh, it's time for the Way What. It's the part of the show where we talk about what is the movie made us go
2: wait. What? Alonzo? Well, um, you know, I would say for the most part, this movie kind of sticks the landing of, of what it's trying to put out there. I would say the Harper. Um, Uh, Sorry, no. the the Abby getting uh, accused of shoplifting part, uh, (laughs) it's almost like this – suddenly it's this Kafka thing where like she cannot explain to people that it didn't really happen or that she didn't mean to do it. Like it just – these people are so terrible that they kind of brush right over it. And I I, I ultimately went with it because these are awful people and so I guess that's how it goes. But it just seemed to me that as an adult she would be able to sort of like – plant a flag and be like hey no this is a misunderstanding it didn't happen my big one would be at the very end when uh the Alison Bree character when Sloan is ready to out uh, Harper to the parents and then Harper finds out that Sloan's husband is cheating on her and that they're going to get a divorce uh when Sloan drops the lesbian bombshell Harper rather than immediately reply with the Sloan bombshell is just sort of like sputtering like, but it's not true. And I was like, "Uh, "Okay, I get that you're going to throw Abby under the bus yet again here. (laughs) But it seems to me that you would also be shrewd enough to like use your use your torpedo when one's fired. I was
1: yelling that at the screen at that time. Brain can attest. You have an arsenal. (laughs) You use the arsenal that you have to mitigate that disaster. One hundred percent agree.
0: Um. I agree. There's not a ton of Wait What's I have a couple though. Um, Abby does not know what white elephant is.
1: Yeah. What is She just
0: in the doesn't
1: world? know. She said, What is white elephant? What is white How? elephant? She said. She's I, nineteen when her parents said just got she, she said Christmas was her favorite thing yeah. for nineteen years. She doesn't know what white elephant is? Get out of here. <laughs>
2: Um, again, Is it that universal. I guess white elephant. Everyone, everyone's heard of white elephant right?
1: by the time they're an adult. Heard of okay. it?
2: Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you a <Alato>. lot. <laughs> um,
0: I have. Uh, I'll push that to the what the hallmark. I mean, I was. The, I agree, uh, Dan. You mentioned it, but what kind of movie theater mm. are they going to at the end with such tiny popcorns? It's a. <laughs> an egregious sin of cinema. No. Uh, like if I went to a movie theater and all they said is we got these little boys here I'd be like uh, I'm going to go up the street to one of the big like I want to support That's not even a full serving. Size no, of no, popcorn. no it's not. It's not. I eat that amount of popcorn in my sleep. That's right. Um, and so it was just I, I couldn't believe that any that they would like just with the budget of this movie they said cut back on the corn
2: size guys get the little <laughs> yeah, you, ones we'll save a little coin. You know who doesn't know how big popcorn serving should be? Actors. Yeah. Oh, true story. True story.
1: Yeah, yeah. That that they makes. Are, they're a lot all of
2: they're all starving.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> now, I I actually have a few. Uh, if it's all right with you guys, um, there's one part of this movie that is funny, and I think it's unintentional. When they're at the big party, not the one at the house, the big uh, one that he's trying to he's mm. going to give a speech at. Um, there is a scene on the dance floor, but before then, there's a scene where people are just mingling. It's not a dance floor, and there is one guy doing the Carlton in the middle of that. <laughs> No one's dancing. One guy. He probably got some wrong direction somewhere, but he is going back and forth like this, and it's fantastic. Um Having to sit... Uh, through a day of extra school,
0: um, that's exactly what you should not do. It's so inexcusable. (laughs) Because here's the thing. That guy, if he did that once, he did that for a long time because they did multiple angles. You got to do the same exact thing over and over again. If you're doing that Carlton
1: dance, you better commit to it, my friend. And he's not doing the full hips. It's It's just just this one. It's almost like a matador. Like, it's just (laughs) like... I, I just don't understand. Um the in that scene there is a really bad ADR line when Jane says single, ready to mingle. If you look, it does not match up. Uh how is Dan Levy tracking everyone? Like I understand that it is a bit. I also understand that you can you can get someone's find iPhones, my phone. find my phone, but is everyone just giving him permission? This guy that he spent the night with, he just has his <laughs> find my phone info at the beginning of the movie. Like, how's he doing this? It seems a little creepy. It's, and then he's teaching Harper how to do it. It just seems like a bit much. They set it up early. At least I'll give them that. They did do that. Uh, the dad, Victor Garber, he is watching his speech and memorizing it he had it memorized why you know he's in the broom in there yep. and he's watching it and quoting the line as it's being played what is what does how does that help you at all like what are what are you are you just a megalomaniac like are you just like
0: yeah it's like watching your good morning america appearance over and over again <laughs> <Like> I, <laughs> I would never do that Speak, it's
1: the inflection of the syllables that's right that's right speaking of that scene um there's a scene where uh, Abby's in the basement, Harper's in her room, and they're texting and they're trying to find a way to get into the it's same like game room. Game of Clue. Abby's in the basement. Yeah, Abby, yeah that's right. uh, <laughs> And uh, she's trying to sneak up to Harper's room, and she gets trapped in the closet, which is a little bit on the nose, I think, for most of us. Uh, but she she gets in trouble because then Mary Steenburgen finds her, and, and then Alison Brie and her husband are up watching TV with the kids. And why is everyone still awake? Like, how early in the evening is it where everyone is still awake doing things, but Abby and Harper have decided to call it an evening? Like, that didn't make any sense to me. You have everyone is still awake in this house, and you two just are in separate that's, rooms? That's, that's Pittsburgh for you, man. They, they're, they're, they go to bed early in Pittsburgh. But just certain people go to bed they, early? They're
0: from Pittsburgh, those two. Those two are from, to, I got you. They've, they've adjusted Pittsburgh to Pittsburgh curfew. Time. That's exactly, it's a
1: Pittsburgh curfew. <laughs> Pittsburgh, few. yeah, that's what it is. Paris, Paris um, Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's all I got. Those
2: are my white
0: ones. Uh, let's talk about the what, the hallmarks, the questions that we still have that we would love some answers to, Alonzo.
2: Uh, you know, I I would like maybe like a glimpse of some of the, you know, like emotional work that had to be done during that year between yeah. the Christmases to find out what got us to where we, we wind up. Um I would really love an explanation of uh Jane's novel because <laughs> granted, i I've heard people try and walk me through what Game of Thrones is about and I can't keep up with any of it so i get that none of it makes any sense and it's unless you sit down and read all ten thousand pages it's nonsense but i was like i'm i can't i have i have no foothold with any of this um and then finally i think i just want to see uh john and riley like uh take a road trip or just do some you know solve mysteries as the kids say but like i I would i would love a whole thing of just uh uh, Aubrey plaza and dan levy responding to things absolutely
1: 100%
2: agree on that second one
1: i have an i have another john
0: one and it's at the yeah i don't get this at all so please go john comes at, at the end of this movie to the house and he seems to f- immediately form uh, some sort of bond with the youngest sister. Jay. When she begins to tell the story uh, to him that she's writing, he's locked in. Fast forward to here, she's at her book reading. She's doing book signings. Who's sitting right next to her for reasons I don't know? John. John. He's her agent.
1: How did we? F- did they say
2: that in this? In the scene early on, the the first time we meet him, when when Abby's trying to talk him through all of the pet stuff that he has to do while she's gone he says like I can ha- I, 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 he says some line about like I handle author's careers I can feed a fish or okay. something Okay, but he's a there book agent wow. was mentioned early off, that mentioned so.
1: that is just really just threw it in Man. there and I it, to, to did be not, fair set up payoffs this, up payoff. really, this yeah. would sound like we weren't paying attention but Alonzo's seen this movie four That's times time. so <laughs> great I want to I be just to be clear oh, yeah, Alonzo yeah. caught it for the first time I, I missed it as well I missed it as well yeah. Because I was like, what's going on there? Well, then at some point they mentioned David Grady. <laughs> uh, I have to, so what's up with David?
0: Okay, go ahead.
1: Dave Grady is uh, they say he got arrested for exotic animal yeah, smuggling. Yeah, well, I just want to know I more want to know about, about it. more yeah. about that for yeah. sure. Give me Dave Grady. I want to know when this election for mayor is. I, you just don't see a lot of Christmas campaigning. I mean, most most elections, small town elections either take place like in early summer or in November. I just I mean, I'd love to know to get a, a little bit of a sense of why Christmas it parties did, and campaigns it did really do like,
0: like he was just announcing it. And really like trying to get funds for trying it. to get funds. But that's yeah, a, he's
2: putting his feet in the water. He hasn't actually declared. Like yet. what
0: if that if that woman like said, hey, I'm going to back so you. you that would have been the, the big, following year. Yeah, that would have been the big. Yeah. Oh, he's been. just get,
1: he's a year out just for mayor of his small town. Yeah. Right. Wow. I okay. think so. All right. Good to know. I, then my questions are answered. We, we did, did it, it, everybody. We did yeah. it.
0: Congratulations. Congratulations. Hey, sharp job. Um, everybody. Gosh, we really should have talked about what movie we're doing next week so we could say what movie we're doing next week. Alonzo, what movie are we doing next week? <laughs>
2: uh, I gave y'all a list. Y'all decide. <laughs> and we'll put it on the Facebook page. Tune in <laughs> yeah.
1: next Monday when we review... Oh, that's gonna be a good oh. one. That's gonna be a good one. <laughs> that Madeline. is good. Really excited. That's you can find that stuff. streaming on. Oh yeah, that's a good place. I to love get that's, my <laughs> favorite, <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite streaming platform. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Are we at the point yet with streaming platforms where we could do an alphabet of streaming platforms? Alphabet? What's an alphabet? An alphabet. Alpha Let's bet it. Could we? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Let's think about that, guys. Let's uh, join the Facebook group. That's the type of stuff we talk about there. That and whether or not we should time. all just agree on right. a time. Right. No more of this nonsense. Uh, we will be back next week. We also will be back uh, tomorrow and Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. So really pick your poison there. Yeah. Uh, until then, may we be the first to wish you a... Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas.
1: Deck to Homework is a Bramble Jam podcast. It's produced by Brandon Gray and presented by Friendly TV. Our lovely set is decorated by Plum Home Decor. You can check them out at plumonmain.com. For more information on Bramble Jam Podcast, go to BrambleJamPodcast.com. And to hear every Bramble Jam podcast ad free, go to BrambleJamPlus.com.